0: Welcome to the Fit Dad Club Podcast. This is Travis Jones here with Jason Barrett. Today we're talking all things chocolate bunnies. No, but really what we're talking about is all things how to get back after a weekend that is when you have things outside your control like Easter and how to be present sometimes you know you could be currently going through um some Easter celebrations when you're listening to this you might be thinking oh my gosh I splurged over the weekend what do I do do I just wait till next week because this is a short week because it's a public holiday um how to how to basically flip the switch to get back on track, or how to grind through, or how to do it differently next time. So if any of those things tickle your fancy, that is what today's podcast is about. Jace, how are you doing today? And hopefully you aren't surrounded by Easter bunny chocolate right now.
1: Well, not actually. I mean, there is actually a bag of it behind <laughs> me, but it, mostly gifts for other people. But um, I mean, my wife and I have a competition every year where we just try and see how long we can make our Easter chocolate last. And I think we got we, from April, we got to, we lasted until about August last time with the mm. amount of chocolate that we had. So, um, you know, if, if you don't eat it all in one day, you get to enjoy it for a longer period of time. So one, one egg a day doesn't break the bank. You just track it, you go, you move on with your life. So um, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Um, I see that you're recovered from all of your uh, in, Injuries and, and illnesses
0: Sick. and all sorts. Oh, dude, I had such a flu last week. Like at last week's podcast, I had a bit of a tickly th- throat. And then from Thursday onwards, just went severely downhill. But back into, went for a couple of runs, uh, back into it good today. Felt good. Ran a you know good 10K in 50 minutes. and wasn't pushing too hard. I kept about a better 150 heart rate. So it was good. I felt great today. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully that means I'm getting back on track and I don't have as tickly a throat this week. But in talking about... Saving eggs. I'll tell you something. My, my, my son, who's five, we found like four months, maybe five months after Easter last year, he had been a high, because we found some wrappers on the ground, like probably yeah, August or September. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, what's going on here? Um, and we found that he had hidden a stash of Easter eggs in the back of his drawer. And he'd been eating them at night when he'd go to sleep. He'd wake up in the middle of the night and have a chocolate egg. And he's like secretly eating them for like five months. He was eating chocolate at nighttime and like just had me hiding them. And it was just like, a, it wasn't obviously doing it every night either. Cause he'd like kept it like for four or five months. Yeah, how many eggs and, uh, do you need? I was, I was like, do the maths on that. I know. I was like, dude, I was like, mate, this year when the Easter bunny comes, we have like a weak limit to make sure that we're holding on to this chocolate because we're not hiding it this time and we're going not going to eat it until christmas um so uh, my kids you never honestly you never know what's gonna happen but um i wanna i want you all to think about right now um there's a couple of things at easter which completely can derail people one because they you know, they use a a fuck it mentality and I'm going to use that word because all of a sudden they're like, fuck it, it's Easter. And when they use that mentality, they're like, they go all in. They're they're all in on the food and they're all out on the movement, which – Then mentally, it's very hard to get back over because all of a sudden you've smashed all this chocolate, you start craving all those sugary foods again, you're out of routine and discipline, and then it takes them a week and sometimes two or three weeks to get back in the groove. So I think the biggest thing is definitely not having that type of mentality coming into Easter and on the last day of Easter, if you're listening, it's now on the the Monday so we don't want that. We want to create a plan. And I think that's the biggest thing. And it can be a loose plan or a tight plan, whatever it is, but it's a plan. And I think that's the key thing of how you attack the weekend and how you attack the back end of the weekend coming into your normal week. Um, Jace, would you like to go into how you would create this plan?
1: Yeah. So the, I'm um, sorry, froze for a bit there. But the um, the um some of the things that I tend to do to kind of keep this weekend contained is, uh, the biggest thing for me is like people make the excuses is the one I hear a lot of, Oh, but it's just once a year. It only happens once a year. It's just one time. And yeah, it's just one time, but guess what else is just one time anniversaries. Birthdays, wife's birthdays. We've talked about this before. Christmas, New Year's, uh, Anzac Day, Australia Day. Anzac Day's in like two weeks. We've got another public holiday, another short week. It's going to be-
0: The queen's birthday. queen's yeah, birthday, anyway. king's <laughs> coronation.
1: We've got all sorts of shit But none Like it, all of that sort of stuff, it happens constantly. It's always there. There's, there's always an event or a wedding or whatever. There's like, as we get older, you know, we get so many more people in our lives. And then there's, you know, kids' birthdays and all sorts of other shit that happens. And if you t- tally all that up, there's probably like 30, 40 you know, annual events that happen that you have to go to, whether it's one person's birthday or another or a wedding that you're like, oh, it's just once a year, but it's like, that's 10, that's almost 10% of your year. It's like mm. 10% of your year that you spend. And, and if you just spend that maintaining, not a problem, but a lot of people spend that time actively going backwards. And they spend mm. that time actively sabotaging because it's not just contained. As we, as Trev said, to so the four days, it becomes six, seven, eight, nine, because you don't get straight back into it on the Tuesday. And that's my number one thing that I can give to everybody. If you're listening to this on the Monday is today, if you can, but if not today, then tomorrow, book something in that is going to get you back on track, whether it's movement. Movement's the easiest, right? Movement is the easiest. Mm easiest win because you don't have to you don't have to have or do anything you put on your shoes and go for a fucking run and that is you're back into it you're back into that mentality of movement of um progress of health of wellness of all that good stuff so chuck on your shoes and go for If that's the thing you have to do food is a little bit harder if you haven't gone shopping all oh, the shops are closed on easter sunday i don't even know if that still happens things tend to be open all the time now but um you know, the shops aren't open. I haven't got all my healthy meals planned out. It's like, you've got to plan this shit in advance, right? So for the next time that this happens, have some stuff in like, it's not quite like Christmas where the standard meal tends to be, you know, oh, we're going to have, you know, chicken and a cold meat platter. And, and you know, I don't know, if you're an American, you've got Thanksgiving, which is turkey. It's like, you've got, focus focuses on protein. No, this focus is on fats and carbs in like chocolate eggs, right? It's like the ultimate combination of anti-gains, mm. uh, anti anti-shredding food. So- one of my um, tips is get back into it straight away. Just go Monday or Tuesday, whatever you know, f- whatever floats your boat, whatever suits you. Get straight back into it. Don't leave you any wiggle room for oh, but you know, now I'm feeling a bit, you know, chocolate hangover plan something for that day, make it a non-negotiable and get back into the rhythm and the momentum. And you'll find that water weight that you picked up from the hot cross buns mm. and the chocolate, it'll drop off, you know, it'll get back to normal. So find that time to get back into the routine, into the rhythm on the Tuesday, make it a non-negotiable for yourself, ideally on the Monday, but if not on the Tuesday. And that is, that. I think that's my biggest tip is just damage limitation. When it comes to the damage limitation side of things, get back into momentum, into the positive momentum. Otherwise, you're going to keep spiraling.
0: Yeah, definitely, mate. As you touched on, I think training is probably one of the most crucial things where you book in on that Tuesday morning. Um, training is a keystone habit. And if we do our training first thing on the Tuesday, it will start to knock over the dominoes, which is eating healthy, getting our steps in, uh, mentally getting our head right. If we put off training on that Tuesday morning, uh then we're like, we, then it's Wednesday and we haven't trained yet. And that's like, oh, it's okay. I'll get back into it next week. Like We have to make sure that the training box is ticked on the Tuesday morning before the the day starts because if we don't get back into our training, then we don't get back into our eating, we don't get back into our healthy mindset, and then we've lost that whole ne- next week. And I think so, if anything, knock over the training domino first thing on the mm. Tuesday morning to set up the short week right. And I think the other thing is it's like environmental control. Um, there is no like here yeah, if you had a couple of eggs over the weekend like that's okay. Like the average small egg, the Cadbury eggs, they're like 45 cows. Okay. But there's a bag of them. Okay. (laughs) Sitting, sitting on the table, two bags of them sitting on the table. So that's not 45 calories. That's like a thousand calories that's sitting there. And you just, every time you walk past the table, you just grab one or you just grab two. So I think it's making sure that, you know, if you're someone that's going to grab the eggs, but it's out of sight, out of mind. I think Mm -hmm. that's a big thing for that next week. It's like, don't like they've already done studies. If you put, you know, apples on the table, then more fruit will be eaten. um You know, if we have, you know, water inside the communal areas, more readily available, people start to hydrate more often because the environmental cues of seeing something all the time we are drawn to it and we will consume more of it. So if we keep the chocolate eggs on the table because that's where they kept, then we're going to eat more of them without even realizing or even, without even craving it because we see it. That that is the trigger. Trigger, you know, cue, routine, reward. Cue, see the egg. And then we start to salivate. We're like, oh, the routine is eating egg. The reward was we get this like little hit and we feel good. And... Once you have one, it's a hyper-palatable palatable food. It's fats and carbohydrates, as Jay said just before. So all of a sudden, our cravings kick in, and we don't just have one leg. Like, you cannot name one person. I couldn't name one person. I know they, if there's like a pack of 20 little eggs there, they just grab one. I'll just have one a day. Like, I, there is no one out there, I believe, that does that. Um, I'm could close be. to it. I have two. <laughs> <Yeah. five. laughs> two. Yeah. Um, but, but for me, like, I, it's a mindless activity. You don't even just realize that you had four eggs or five eggs today because every time you're like, oh, no, nah, I just had, a, a, you know, one. It's like, no, dude, you walk past the kitchen table like seven, eight, nine times, and you grabbed one every single time you walk past it. That's 500 calories. It just took you out of your deficit, okay? Mm. And also when we start to have those hyperpalatable foods, we start to crave more food as well. Uh, it doesn't uh, signal the, you know, the satiety of I am full. It makes us actually more hungry to eat more food. So then we're craving more carbohydrates. We're we're craving more calories over the rest of the day as well. So I think, if anything, environmental control over the seven days. So one, train Tuesday morning. And two, control your environment over the next seven days. If you know that they're just going to be on the take them out of the table. You know, give them to you. if, if you're, your husband right now and you've got no self-control, that's me. I'm a, literally a zero self-control person when it comes to chocolate eggs sitting on the table. So, you know, when we're looking at this, give them to your wife, tell them to put them in the closet and where you don't know where they are and she can give them to your kids. Like, that's completely fine because now I've controlled the whole thing. I don't even know where they are and I can't be bothered looking for them because, again, if it is out of sight, it is out of mind for me. I don't think about, oh, I need to get some chocolate. I just don't even think I just get on with my life and I do my thing. So I think it's controlling the controllables for you um, and managing and mastering your environment and not falling prey to the whole, as you said just before, Jase, the the peer pressure um, around things as far as, dude, oh, it's just once a year. It's like, yeah, it's once a year, but there's something once, at least once a month. So that's mm you know, not once a year, that's 12 times a year. And if it does take you that week to get back on track, you know, we're looking at guys 12 weeks, here, that's a quarter of the year where you're not going forwards, you're either going sideways or going backwards. And that doesn't lead to an exceptional lifestyle or, or, or you know, above average um, health and energy and abundance of energy. It leads to the average, the mediocrity. And the average, unfortunately, is overweight or obese. So if you're like, no, nah, I'm happy to be average. And, you know, no one, really is happy to be mediocre. And unfortunately, mediocre for us in Australia um, and the same in the States, it's like 68% of the population is o- overweight or obese. So the average is actually not good. We need to be above average. So we need to have above average standards if we want to be an above average role model for our children, which is if you're listening to this podcast, that is exactly who you are. You want to be above average. No one who's like, I want to be average is going to listen to a podcast that's trying to help them and guide them to be the best version of them. So if you're 12 minutes into this podcast, you are the type of person that's like, no, I want to be better and I need to be focused. I need to be accountable and be supported to be better. So ask your wife, make me better. Help me be better. Hide the chocolate from me. You know, draw the line in the sand. I'm booking myself in to get to the gym or going for a run on Tuesday morning. Tell her to kick you in the ass out of the bed. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes for you to get the job done, make that and lock that in right now so you can start this week off right so we don't lose a precious week of the year right now.
1: Mm. I think a big thing is what's done is done, Right. Exactly, he says, like we're getting back into it, what's done is done, whether you binged and ate a shit ton of food, whether you um, tracked it all and then you were like, you know what, I regret it. I regretted not having a couple of hot cross buns or I regretted not having time with my family and I was too focused on tracking my food and I didn't pay attention, whatever. So whatever has happened, it's done. Um, You just have to accept it and move on and make the best of the opportunity that you've got now. So realize that, yeah, whatever happens, you know, if, you, if you manage to put on a kilo of fat over those three, four days, um, impressive, well done. Um, maybe you should look into like a sumo career or go go, go become a strong man or a power lifter because that's impressive. But if not, you, like, it's done. The guilt and the, the shame and the, all the other sort of negative emotions, they're not going to be serving you. They're not going to serve you moving forward. So... Mm. Don't allow them to control and dictate your next <coughs> week. Don't allow them to sort of be in your head and then have you make more poor decisions as a result of that. Cause quite often it's not because of the meal. It's because of the shame and the guilt around the meal and around the, the week that people will tend to spiral out of control. So whatever's happened has happened, right? You're not any, um, you know, you're not any more or less of a human being than you were before that. You're, you know, you made some choices, right? This is, I think a big thing is separating, um, intention and, um, and identity, right. It's setting, separating the actions that you take from who you are, right. Just because you did something doesn't mean that that is who you are right and now a lot of our actions will tend to lead to our identity i like how the actions that we take will make us think of ourselves a certain way and we want to use that for the positive rather than the negative so make sure you know i take this action this means i am a healthy person right in that the more that we identify with that the more better actions we will take but just because you made a mistake or you slipped up doesn't mean that you are a shit person so don't take the guilt and the shame of those negatives take all the abundance of the positives of no you know what i had one moment i had my time i enjoyed my time now now it's time to get back into it. it doesn't make me any less of who i am i'm still a healthy dad i'm still focused on my fitness it doesn't undo all of your hard work so the, the shame and the guilt is a big one when it comes especially chocolate right like a lot of people mm. i feel like i'm just like a little kid eating this chocolate like oh baby's like that chocolate i was like well no, baby's like breast milk but right? <laughs> um, my, my, my baby right now likes plain sweet potato that's what she likes um she's getting into the into the solids but um, i love the little eggs personally for myself because they're number one, it's, you know, time intensive. You've got to uh, unwrap fiddly little thing, try and peel the edge off with your fingernail and get around it. It's dense. Um, It's like, it feels like you're chewing on something solid. It's not like those big ones that are like triple the calories, but they're, um, they're hollow inside. It feels like it's empty, but you end up eating so much more chocolate. So I like having the little eggs. That's like my personal, you know, preference. I'll have those. They're a pain in the ass to unwrap, but they're out of sight. They're in the little cupboard in the fridge behind the door. So you can't see them. Um, but you know, when you do want one, you've got one, but you've got to work for it. Um, that's, that's my secret. You've got to work for it. Make sure you wrap it up like three times in the, uh, in the alfoil and you to peel it off. Um, I because- just, I
0: just ate the whole thing. Cause I look at the tinfoil as like fiber.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it works yeah just guggle them it's easy. Uh, you got some shiny shit coming out a bit of, a bit of roughage um, oh, disgusting the taste of alfoil now has ruined the eggs for me um, but when yeah you know, the the it 's the emotions around these events that tend' like oh i 'm worried about missing out. You're not missing out on anything. No one ever thought, like when they sat down with their family at a meal. No one, the ones that are really memorable that make you feel really good inside, it was never, oh, the food was so the hot cross bun was amazing. Oh, it's the same fucking hot cross bun you eat every year. As i say, mm. oh, there was a mocha one this year. Oh, yeah, that's all oh, great. You're not going to remember that in a year's time. There's going to be a fucking biscoff one next year, and everyone's going to be frothing over it, right? So it's not about the food and it's not about the drinking. It's about the time with your family. And it's about the conversation and the camaraderie. And it's like, the problem can be that other people make it about food because they're uncomfortable, right? They're uncomfortable yeah. if you're choosing to have the fruit salad that's there at the brunch in the morning as opposed to the croissants and the hot cross buns. Um, and it's like, oh, who cares about food? We're here to have fun as a family and enjoy and watch the kids run around like crazy and trying to find all the Easter eggs, right? Get your cardio up, run around with them. Pretend that you hid 20 eggs, but you only hid 15. So you're you know, running around for, for 15 minutes that you don't need to get your steps up but it's the um it's the pressure and the the idea of these events and the
0: emotions around it it's like fuck just enjoy the time with your family it doesn't have to be about food i think so mate i think the, the biggest thing that most of us have to understand there is no such thing as guilty food um uh, the chocolate bunny isn't like a guilty bunny um we it is simply like like a mix mix up of like protein carbs and fats right like that's all it is um it is a piece of chocolate it has no emotion labeled to it we label it with an emotion and because we label it with an emotion we feel that um and normally when we say we can't have something we want more of it just as human nature so if we go i'm not going to allow myself two chocolate eggs a day it's like 100 100 calories a day do it for the next two weeks if you want it guys if you have that type of self-control and you're going to do two a day for the next 10 days hey you know, power to you. Just add it to your calories, track them, enjoy them with your coffee in the morning or at night time. I don't care when you have them. Just if you're going to track it, you do you. Um, if you're someone who's like, you know what, it's just easier for me to to cut the cord and, and go back to not eating it, then, hey, power to you as well. But there is no guilt. There is no guilt to it. And I think all it is, it's either you're tracking your food or you're not tracking your food. You're hitting your calories or you're not hitting your calories. And if you are trying to hit your calories, okay, then you work it into your daily food. And and, and that's all it is. And if you miss, you take a mistake and you overgo one day or you overconsume, we've talked about this in the habits. Like we just never miss two days in a row. I think that's the biggest thing. Stop labeling food as guilty or not guilty. Like the chicken breast isn't not guilty and the chocolate is guilty. They're both just food. Okay. And we both need to consume a certain amount of it to enjoy the body composition that we want. Um, so I think that is probably one of the biggest things that we can understand. And I think also it's like, you know, you did touch on it slightly. Um, it's stopping the justification. Mm. Like we need to stop justifying poor behaviors. Oh, but I've been so good up until it's like, I don't care if you've been so good for the last Seven years. He's not
1: Santa. He's not checking his list
0: twice. Exactly. Like, I don't care what you did yesterday. I care what you did today because that's what we have to look at. Um, You know, so we have to understand that we don't justify poor behaviors just because it's Easter. You know, we justify nothing. All we do is we wake up this morning and we act with the best of actions based on the intention that we're putting forward. And you said, you know, actions and intentions, it is separate, right? The intention is I want to be a role model for my kids. I want to be the healthiest version of me. Okay. That's my intention. That doesn't mean every single action is in line with that intention. Sometimes we have the intention to be this person, and there's a couple of stray actions in there. You know, three actions out of the 50 over the next seven days, you might not go in in flow with that intention, and that's completely fine. What it means is the majority of your actions are in line with your intention. And I think that's what we have to understand. If I look over the next seven days, I've looked over the seven days in total, Sunday, yesterday, Monday, today, the next, you know, five days until the next week. You know, if we look over the seven days, did the majority of your actions place in line with the intention to be the best version of you? And that will only happen if you draw the line in the sand at 11.59 tonight and say tomorrow I'm getting my shit together and I'm getting to the gym, I'm going to train. Like we have to go, where is the majority sitting with my actions? And I think that is the only thing you have to understand because what is done is done. You can't change the weekend. You can't change the past. If you did, you can change the past and you do have some form of time machine. Let me know. We'll do the back to the future. get the almanac and we'll go we'll play some bets, but we don't have that ability team. We have the ability to change right now and tomorrow and the next day. So, and all that is, is do the majority of my actions match my intentions? And if they don't, all you're doing is lying to yourself. So I need us to one, Stop lying to ourselves. Two, get real with yourself. Okay. If you're feeling like shit, say, yep, yeah, I'm feeling like shit. Why? Because I went like an all you can eat egg buffet of chocolate. And it's like, okay, well, that wasn't the best you. That's okay. We learn. We don't do that again because chocolate is there all year round. Sometimes it's in the shape of eggs. Sometimes it's in the shape of blocks. Sometimes it's in the sh- shape of, you know, Santa. Santa now has his own version of an Easter egg. Um, like whatever it is, there's is chocolate there forever. And you don't have to consume it just because um, the commercial reality of eating chocolate is heightened around us with marketing dollars spent over this weekend. Okay. Okay. I think we just have to understand that chocolate is there 365 days of the year. Okay. We don't need to consume it dramatically over a three or four day period in April, just because the marketing campaigns around it, you, it will be there tomorrow and it will be there in seven years from now. You aren't missing out on chocolate. It is not scarce. Okay. There is an abundance of chocolate. So please don't act like it's scarce and you must eat it all or you'll never see it again. I think that is a crucial understanding about the justifications that we have.
1: Yeah. I think the other aspect of it is we justify things for ourselves, but then we also buy into other people's justifications. We buy into families justifications and there's, there's a transformation that you have to go through and there's a, um, like a shifting dynamic that happens when you as a dad, as a dad become, oh, I want to be a fit dad. And if you're the first one in your family to make that change, if you're the one who's kind of leading the charge, like there are a lot of dads that we speak to that, um, you know, their partners are on some kind of fitness journey. They've been, you know, tracking their food, doing their fitness stuff, doing their workouts. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm, they've inspired me to get into it and that's well and good. Um, but then there's a lot of dads who are the first ones to take that step. And they're the ones who are saying, no, I'm, I'm not happy with where I'm at. I want to make this change and this can cause an upset and a lot of issues because when you strive for something when there's an old saying when you shine your light it um you know it allows other people to see their shadow right and they don't like that a lot of people will try to extinguish your light and they'd rather live in darkness than see your light and be aware of the fact that they have a shadow or they have some failings essentially when you start doing something it brings to light to other people oh i'm not doing that and it'll typically be with the it'll tend to be the older generation like usually like for example like my parents would be the ones um back in the day that might be like oh just just enjoy yourself stop tracking your your macro micro things whatever you're doing and you know this isn't protein chocolate or you know and they'll go on and on and on about it though protein chocolate would be pretty fucking legit um It, they'll go on and on about it and they'll they'll try and make you feel bad they'll try and be like oh just have a croissant who cares it's fine whatever and then you're dealing with the fact that you're almost like letting yourself down and you're in standards down for other people and for their opinion of you right it might be your wife it might be well-meaning but she might be like oh just you know just have a day off from using the app and tracking the things it's, it's it'll be fine um you know just just have fun with us for once because they equate not tracking food and not you know, being on point with your goals and having just whatever it is you want to eat as fun. That's even though that's not really what they like, what they actually mean, that's what they're saying. And that's what their kind of intention is, is because you're tracking that food, it's making me aware of my own shortcomings. It's making me aware of my own shit. And I want you to stop it because it makes me uncomfortable. That's Mm. like, in reality, who gives a fuck what anyone else eats? No, not like I look. I coach guys, and I still don't care what they eat. I'm like, hey, you're the one who wants to achieve this goal. If you're eating extra calories, it doesn't go into my stomach. I don't care, right? Like it, it's it, you do you, homie. You, you you pay me to coach you, and you don't want to do it. That's up to you. But what other people eat should be of no one's concern. And you have to be very secure in yourself to be able to face those people that are trying that like, you know, you've got the whole family around, there's kids and everyone's having one, right? Everyone wants to justify their own decisions by, you know, trying to drag you down. So be aware that that is going to happen from time to time, depending on what kind of family you've got, but you've got to go in almost armored and ready to say, no, this is something that's important to me. I'm perfectly happy with the choices that I'm making. And as long as you can accept that, There's nothing anyone else can say. You don't try to argue it. You don't try to fight it. You don't show them the message from your coach saying, no, but Jason told me I had to eat 60, I could eat four eggs and, and one hot cross bun. And then I had to eat chicken breast for lunch. And then I could balance it out with a protein shake. you know, none of that shit matters. What matters is that you make your decision and you own it. I, I legit just sent this message to my guys this morning in preparation for the Easter weekend, um, just to say, Hey, like whatever you choose to do, just be aware of the consequences and own it and stick to it either way, that's all that matters is that you make the decision to do something and then you stick with it and you own it. say whether it's to you know have a bit of a break from tracking on a couple of the days and just eat what you feel like, um, you know if that, and be aware that hey, that might set you back a little bit, okay, if that's the decision that you want to make, knowing the consequences, go for gold. Um, but don't do it based on what other people say. Don't listen to other people's opinions of how you should be eating and what you should be consuming because it's none of their business. Uh, but be aware that it does come from usually from them from a place of fear um, and from a place of lack and, 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 you know, not quite jealousy, but just that little bit of, you know, I should be doing something about it, but I'm not. So I'm going to lash out. So um, that external pressure, that peer pressure that does come in, it is, you know, see it for what it is, which is, um, you know, usually people lashing out from a place of, lack or inadequacy it's not about you don't take it personally and those social situations with other people won't affect you nearly as much
0: i think that that's completely i agree with everything you're saying mate i think when we're looking at it it's it's really simple when you've changed your behaviors and changed how you act you know around loved ones or even friends people question one what they don't understand And most people don't understand nutrition and they also they don't understand why you're changing. People also question actions that create confront their reality. Okay. So if you're acting towards the best version of you that confronts them, why am I not acting like this as well? People then also question you when you are acting in a different way to the way they see you and the past you have lived. Because your old identity and your current actions don't match up. So they start to question this. It's like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. The reality is you aren't who you were last year. You aren't even who you were last month or last week. We are constantly evolving and moving forwards or backwards. If they say you are obsessed right now with your health, you need to own that. Like obsession is not a bad thing. If you obsess about your financial wealth and creating, you know, generational wealth for your family, so you have that security, that's seen as positive in society. If you're obsessed about being a fantastic husband and and dad, that's seen as a positive thing. It's because the majority of society is unhealthy. Then when we're obsessed about being healthy, that is seen as a negative thing. But you need to own it instead. You need to go like damn right I'm obsessed. Like I am obsessed with being the healthiest version of me. Like I am obsessed with my goals around my health right now. I am obsessed with having abundance of energy. Like I am obsessed about feeling confident inside my own skin. I am obsessed about being a role model for my kids. Like I am obsessed about creating generational health. For my family, so my kids are healthy. So their kids are healthy because the line has to stop somewhere because at the moment we have this generation obesity and overweight society coming through because kids are more overweight than they ever have been. Parents are more overweight than they ever have been and their kids will be more overweight. Like it's, we need to draw a a line and sounds it's like, no, I'm creating generational health and what that takes is obsession. And that is a damn good thing. So you need to own it and actually be proud of it that you are drawing a line in the sand to be the best version of you so your kids can be the best version of them. I think that is such a positive thing, not negative, such a positive thing that you need to own and not actually back away from.
1: Mm, Completely agree. I think it's... It's other people, that environment, as we talked about the environmental factors, not only, you know, leaving things like the chocolate out, but the people that you surround yourself with. And that's, we, we've harped on it time and time again around the people that you surround yourself with um, end up sort of determining who you are. Uh, and they will determine if you're the average, you're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So yeah. just, you've got to be stronger than them. You've got to be willing to really own and accept who you are and what you're attempting to achieve um in order to not let any of that shit affect you because it's hard it's hard even for you know even for myself and travel like we've been doing this for a long time but you, when you're around an, enough negative people it's like there's there's, <coughs> only, there's only so many holes in the ship that you can plug right like you only got so many sort of fingers and toes that you can plug all the negativity when there's that much coming in and that's why it's important to have open honest conversations with your family with the people around you like, hey it's something that's important to me i'm trying to achieve a goal here i'm happy with what i'm doing why can't you be happy for me All right and then it's like it's it's like putting it back on them Like, you know why can't you accept that this is something that i want to do for me i'm not affecting you right just because i don't eat the uh the just because i don't eat the hot cross bun doesn't mean that you have to eat it now um oh it's going to go to waste otherwise well fuck buy some chickens and feed it to them jesus <laughs> if you, you hear travis roosters in a couple of the backgrounds it's like yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's where the scraps go you know no, no picking off the kids plate to just go straight into there
0: Um, Right, exactly. But I think, like, for us, like, the the biggest thing we wanted to get across today is, um, you know, drawing the line in the sand, bouncing back, creating positive habits, get back into training. That's a keystone habit to knock over the other dominoes. Don't let the weekend last the next two weeks and then we'll get back into it in May. (laughs) Uh, Like, we we need to go, no, the healthiest version of you is in your next meal, is in your next training session, is in your next focus of doing steps. I think, you know, we, we... our intentions and our actions, our actions is just the majority of the, 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 things we do over a seven day period. And we want that to be in line with the intentions. We can't change the past. Uh, we can only change the present moment, which then impacts our future version of us. And I think that's the biggest thing I wanted to get across today. Mate, is there anything else you wanted to share today?
1: No, I th- I honestly think that's it. It's just, if you're willing to be present with yourself and, remember the true intention of a lot of these social events like it goes beyond easter the true intention of a lot of these social events is just that it's the social side but society has Warped it and twisted it to be about drinking and eating. And that's really the focus. But, mm. you know, one of the things I love doing is catching up with friends and doing a board game night. The reason yeah. why is, you know, uh, partially, yes, there is a really great cob loaf that usually gets brought. Um, but beyond that, you know, you have to move that to the side because you, you, then you've got an activity that you're doing and you're doing something together that's not about food and drink, right? We went bowling the other week with a couple of friends. And that was like really fun because you're not just sitting there around a bar or at a restaurant drinking and eating food. It becomes about the social. It becomes about or what is the true intention of this holiday right it's not about the eggs it's not about any of that kind of stuff so if you let go of all that if you just go in and being willing to have a plan to get out of it right regardless of what happens i know that on monday morning tuesday morning i'm gonna get a training session in and i've got my protein i've got some frozen meals ready to go if i end up being too lazy or i've got some some you know some stuff ready to prep um all my meals are ready to go i've got my gym session booked in I'm just going to do it and... I'm just going to enjoy the weekend. Like it doesn't have to be as big a deal as people make it out to be. Um, But if you need help with that, if you need assistance with that, the the ability to bounce off other people and have more positive people in your community and in your environment is one of the most important things, which is why we've got a free group that we run. Um, I'm pretty sure we chuck it in the description of the show notes every single time that you can join. It's the Fit Dads Club, right? We've got a a free group of dads that help support each other. We put some resources in there, Um, but we also do obviously, you know, coaching for dads, right? And if you're listening to this, uh, when it's released, we've actually got a 21 day challenge coming up in one week's time, which is going to be a rapid fat loss transformation for dad. So it's 21 days. We'll put a link about it in the show notes and in the description, if you're watching on YouTube, so you can find out a bit more information. If you want to, you can book in a chat, have a conversation with us, but it's essentially 21 days to just kickstart your fat loss, to kickstart your transformation. If you're not on one already to just really set you up. For the rest of the transformation, right? Like a lot of twenty-one day challenges, it's all about, oh, you know, you you just do this really hard shit for twenty-one days, and then at the end of 21 days you're at your result well no you're not you, you didn't lose you didn't gain this weight in 21 days it's going to take longer than that to take it off so what we want to do is we want to actually set you up with the shit that you'll need for the long term and the education you'll need for the longer term to then be like okay cool this 21 days has set me up for 21 days and beyond it set me up for 21 weeks you know for 21 months of losing fat of progressing um as opposed to just being a, a contained program in that so if you're wanting to get in touch and if you wanted to do something with us we've got that one coming up as well um touch base uh, DM us on Instagram as well. We've um, got all the links down there, but um, yeah, that's it from me.
0: Too easy guys. And don't forget to rate and review, leave five stars, um, write a review on the, you know, iTunes or Spotify or, or, you know, give us some comments on YouTube and ask us, what do you want us to do some episodes on up in the future? But other than that, guys, have a great day. Have a great rest of your Easter. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you next, next week on the Fit Dad Club podcast. Peace out.
1: Peace.